Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie, and I'm all by myself. Or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Uh, honestly, it's been so long since we've done one of these. It's a, it's a whole new ball game. We're doing these every other week now, so hopefully this will be a little more polished than usual. This one isn't going to be because we recorded it last minute in the middle of the night. But other than that. A professional. Mmm. Professional. Yeah. But the... (laughs) The, um... Longer recording periods makes it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) So much stuff is going on right now with school and work and God knows what else. That just having a little bit more time to actually do any of this is incredibly helpful. Also, we might actually be able to do a game one day. Yeah. Uh, but this week, enough blabbering. We're talking today about them good boys. Good boys. And if you're not aware, Good Boys is a movie that came out just a few weeks ago, I think. Maybe within the last month or so. Yeah. Uh, it's still in theaters as far as I know. We saw it just a little while ago. And uh, it's a coming of age movie. Uh, not the usual age, but it's a coming of age movie either way. <laughs> and it's filmed like an american pie movie like one of those like trashy yeah teen um goofs i know that while we were watching it i mentioned to you that it was a weird combination of like i think it was american pie and harold and kumar yeah like it, it, it had this weird like it, it's raunchy and they're on this journey to get to a certain destination, so it just mm-hmm. had it all. <laughs> they even had they even had an exact scene of when Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and they like breach over the edge of this cliff and see over past uh, a highway is their the goal. White Castle, yeah. Uh, they had the same thing in, in this movie, and it, I mean it's a good homage. It was funny. Uh, I don't know if it was on purpose, but I, I feel like it has to be right. Who knows? But it was a fun movie, and it's about, you know, these goofy kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it has an ironic sense of comedy with heavy quotation marks, because it seems, everything in it seems, like, so depressingly self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> that everything they do is, like, a, a, a nudge, nudge, wink, wink sort of moment of, ha, huh, remember in the 2000s when every movie did this for some reason? here's all the dumb things they did in those movies but happening to 12 year olds so it's a little uncomfortable but somehow funnier yeah this movie was <sighs> sorry like I said, we're recording this in the middle of the night um it's it's only 8 30 but i am a sleepy sleepy girl 8 30 is the um, middle of the night for old people uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but this movie is probably one of my favorite comedies of the year. Oh, yeah. It's the right amount of, like, dumb comedy and, like, subversive punchlines. The kind of thing that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the general plot of this uh, small child adventure. <laughs> So it's about three best friends, the yes. Beanbag Boys. The Beanbag Boys forever. A life. 
And <laughs> right off the bat, you can tell that these three friends are going to be friends for at least the length of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they are only 11, 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And, oh my god. <sighs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> and a lot of movies, I feel, that have the main characters age like 11 or 12 or younger, a lot of times they don't stay friends. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I know one of my favorite movies, Stand By Me. They only do, it's a Stephen King I've told you about it before. I'm sure... Is the one where they hit the ball over the fence and they have a big dog? Yep. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Cool. Um, but they... I apologize. I've said um like three times in the past five seconds. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the one where they find the dead body. Right, right, right. Yeah. They, they poke it and someone gets shot. But they don't. they don't stay friends. Makes they sense. find the dead body. Um, they're all best friends. They love each other to death. But they're all loving. And <clears throat> life happens that they can't control because they have parents that are in control of them. And they split up, go their separate ways. I don't know. I just feel like, even in real life, a lot of... like, Are, are you still friends with anyone you were friends with when you were 11? Yes. Well, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Also, I didn't have any friends when I was 11. No one wanted to be my friend. <laughs> so. uh, I had the two. So, anyways, um, that was uh, Sandlot. And now back to the good boys. Back to the good boys. It, the, the three, despite the fact that it, it's pretty clear from the, from the beginning that it's going to be one of those, maybe they drift apart, drama. You, you can tell what the <clears throat> drama is going to be later on in the third act. Yeah. Despite that. It's very admirable, very, uh, I don't know, it's very cute the way these characters play off each other and interact with each other, where one of the characters is just the most average boy, <laughs> <laughs> just the good old boy. They, <laughs> they just have such good chemistry together. Yeah. The, uh, the casting was perfect. <laughs> these three <laughs> kids really just seem, like, in real life, maybe they hate each other, but in the movie, they do such... A good job of feeling like they are the beanbag boys. Mm -hmm. They definitely did. Uh, along with uh, the good old boy, the main, what Matt. seems like the main character. Yeah. Uh, there's also the angsty, I want to be popular kid who's like... Thor. His name is Thor. <laughs> uh. And I just, I just want to say really quick that I'm not surprised that he's named Thor. I'm... Like, 100% sure there's somebody out there with that name now. And <clears throat> I'm 100% sure that in the next, like, 10 years, there will be somebody born in America named Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are. There 100% already are. Naruto's and Sasuke's all over the place. There are... Like, the whitest of boys <laughs> named <laughs> Naruto. There are some unfortunate middle school teachers and elementary school teachers right now going... Uh, Sasuke? Naruto? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, so there's <laughs> Good Boy Max, I Want to Be Popular, Thor, 
and uh just actual good boy lucas <laughs> and real good boy lucas yeah. just an actual sweet <laughs> never lies <laughs> gumdrop of a child uh <laughs> and the, the three really play off each other with their little character traits where one will be emphasized in the moments where you know the, the each one represents sort of like an emotion that a kid has at various times because mm-hmm. we've all had the uh, genuinely i'm a good boy kind of feeling and then they've also had the i'm a good boy feeling and they've also had the i desperately need to be popular and loved by people like it, it, it all makes sense that they're swirling together and each one sort of is an aspect of feelings that a child has so to see them sort of play together as different amalgamations of those emotions I think worked really well. I think so. Also, my favorite was Lucas. Lucas was your favorite? Of course. He was a fucking just peach. He was a goddamn peach. <clears throat> I do like Lucas. But see, I flip-flop a lot in my life <laughs> when it comes to favorites. Harry and Louie. <clears throat> so, I think my list would be Lucas, Thor, and then Max, and then it would flip flop between Lucas and Thor. I like Max, but he's also like I've met him before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Thor and Lucas are more like characters. You know mm. what I mean? Like. I th- more exaggerated characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with with uh, what's his name again? Max. Max, is that you have seen him before because he's the main character from American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like Max wouldn't be as dumb. I mean, no, it's twenty nineteen. There's the internet. Yeah. They're not quite as dumb anymore. But, but he's like, also that, that's the character. <laughs> but that is the character, um, you know. Yeah, which. I have some issues with American Pie because... I mean, there's plenty of issues to be taken (laughs) with American Pie. Okay, but listen. Why didn't he take the pie into his room? All right, let's break down American Pie. Yeah, this this isn't actually about good boys. This is about the OG good boys. The The bad boys. The bad boys. (laughs) The bad boys of pie. Okay, so American Pie, despite being just a god-awful movie, was one of my favorite movies as like a teenager i wasn't allowed to watch it until i was like 15 (laughs) i watched it when i was 13 and i remember loving it not just because of the boobies those are important don't get me wrong i was a 13 year old boy (laughs) seeing boobies that was important but something about like the the idea of these guys who were definitely not high schoolers (laughs) but like that age of person i was just going into like high school myself i was just starting that and the idea of like this are these are the people who sort of represent the upper echelon of what I'm about to be. It was a big seminal issue. It was a big thing. It was a very inspirational, not inspirational, but very moving movie. Very. So you were inspired and moved by Stifler's mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it was what I mean is that despite being just trash garbage, utter trash garbage, American Pie resonated with people in a way that was super weird (laughs) how about this we stop talking about american pie right now in this exact moment and just do an episode on it (laughs) because i feel like there's so many things we can go through um 
Okay. Also, there's like three movies. No, no, there's way more. There's okay. I thought there was three movies and a reunion. There's American Pie one, two, and three. And American wedding. American wedding, and then there's also American Reunion, which is like recently they all got back together. But there's a side shoot of all of them where there's American like Greek life or something. There's American Pie something else. American Pie something else. There's like six or seven American Pie movies. Only the first handful are actually like directly yeah, so connected. Yeah, there's um, Naked Mile, right? Yeah. Is that is that American Pie or is that like Van Wilder? I think that's American They're Pie. They're the same thing. <laughs> what the heck? Ryan Reynolds was once a part of the American Pie franchise. <laughs> oh, who, who knows? Uh, he would be, though. <laughs> he definitely would have been. Uh, 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 all right, so anyway, back, back, back to the American yeah. Pie reboot that we watched a few days ago. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they their story is just about them trying to survive the transition into middle school and being little kids with a weirdly pronounced like adult theme movie where mm-hmm. the the first scene is this kid trying to masturbate for possibly the third or fourth time in his life yeah and like it's it's real funny cuz he tries to tie a, like a cable to the door to keep it closed but he ties it the wrong way. Yeah, because the door opens in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's it's real funny in, in a in a way that sort of I don't know is relatable. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a thirteen year old. He wants to try and wank it. It's not gonna go super great because he's stupid, <laughs> clearly. But it was fun. It's it's a very relatable sort of like like a gross comedy. Mm-hmm. I I liked. So in this beginning scene, his dad walks in, God and man. his dad also has a s- similar vibe to the dad from American Pie. Extremely um, similar. <laughs> I swear to God, um, they just watched that movie every time they went to write a scene. They're like, "All right, that's the feeling we gotta get." Probably, but um, he walks in, and he's <laughs> at first he doesn't understand what's happening. But then he sees the cord. He notices Max won't get off the bed. He won't roll um, over. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh, you're growing up. And he's like, let me sit down on the bed next to you for a minute. Which, like, for the dad, he's just like, oh, this is the most adorable thing. My baby boy is becoming a small, tiny man. And he's, like, very happy about it. But for the child and, like, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be the, the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> uh, I, so this movie does something that I really want to like talk about for just a brief second, mm-hmm. and that's you know raunchy comedy because recently a lot of uh, people been talking about, especially with the the director of the Joker saying that he quit comedy because people are too sensitive nowadays, mm-hmm. and it's like you can still have gross raunchy comedy and it be funny. Yeah, like this movie. Exactly. This movie is about kids in weirdly sexual, you know, situations that normally that would be super uncomfortable, but it's genuinely hilarious. It's funny and also a little uncomfortable, (laughs) which makes it more funny. Yeah, that you can pull raunchy subjects in without it making it this like I want to break PC culture nonsense. Like, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) your jokes. (laughs) Uh, if your jokes are written like if the punchline is something about someone's skin tone or or skin tone skin color 
<laughs> I don't know. Or, or, um, or where they're from, or any like stereotypes. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not funny if it's about sexual assault. Yeah, if you're making fun of someone's core self, it's not a great punchline. Yeah. Because that's just rude. If you're making fun of something that's just an uncomfortable situation in general, like kids starting their sexual adventure at the young tender ages, that's funny and uncomfortable. Exactly. Like, you can even make jokes about rape, but not make fun of the subject of rape. It's just like, you can make fun of like, oh, wow. You know how this thing happened? That's disgusting. Haha. <laughs> Let's laugh about this horrible thing because it brings levity to the subject. But you don't have to make fun of someone's actual experience of rape. Making fun of the experience is horrible. Making light of the fact that it exists sometimes is necessary. There's a big difference between the two. And you can you can have made these jokes when you're younger and then realize they're wrong. And instead of being embarrassed about it and becoming one of these angry people... Just like work around that. If you're a good comedian, you can you should be able to make jokes out of anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's where that is. That's where that is. <laughs> and that's our position on that. <laughs> so that's a new segment, right? That's the position on that. Sure. Cool. <laughs> so, anyways, so back to the 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 raunchy fun times. Uh, the rest of the movie is about the three of these kids trying to just go to. The next big party. It's a kissing party. A kissing party. I've never been invited to a kissing party. I've gone to a party and kissed. Nope. (laughs) I've not done either of those things. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's it's very uh, funny to see these characters just feel like it's such a life or death situation. Like they have to go get a kiss at this party Mm -hmm. or they will die. It's uh, Max. He has a crush on... I don't girl. Know, I don't remember. Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, who's who's going and he needs to go because the popular kids asked him. And if he doesn't, he could lose his chance to kiss her. And he knows for a fact he's going to marry that girl someday. Oh, yeah. I mean, they haven't really talked yet, but he knows. He can feel it. <laughs> uh, meanwhile... Thor and Lucas are trying to support his friend, their friend, and they're like, we're going to get you to that party, we're going to have mm-hmm. a good time together, and it'll bring us into like the, the limelight. We'll become popular alongside you, because the popular kids seem to like you and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this eventually leads them to some misadventures as they try to figure out how to kiss. They don't know how. No. They're 12. Did you know how to kiss at 12? You shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily... Luckily, Thor's parents have a CPR doll, and they go over to Thor's house, and he has it set up on his parents' bed, I think, I'm pretty sure it's his parents' room, and, um... It's, it's, a. Uh, it's sure, you could do CPR on it if you wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big titty sex doll. It's, yeah, and it's, it's one of those expensive, like, like, silicone-y ones. Yeah, it's, like, super lifelike and yeah. everything, it's... Super creepy. <laughs> too too realistic. Uh, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where, like, it's borderline <laughs> uncomfortable the fact that these kids filmed. Yeah. <laughs> and like some of the things they don't know why it's funny or why they're doing this, but 
They know. They gotta know some they of know these things. They know it's something about sex. Mm-hmm. But there's also plenty of scenes where it's it, it's pretty obvious that they are making the kids react and do the acting without actually having them interact with the medium. Like, there's a scene where they watch porn and they'll show some of the images on the computer and then turn back to the kids and back to the computer, but never show the kids actually watching because they can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's not okay. That's <laughs> not acceptable. But you know what is acceptable? Uh, having one of the kids put on a gimp mask and carry around a big dildo. Yeah, which uh, they do. They do do. They they do. They do do. Do that. They do do do. <laughs> they do do the dildo do. <clears throat> they do. <laughs> So yeah, the, there's a uh, there's a lot of uh, borderline. Is that okay? <laughs> Is it okay for these kids to have recorded this <laughs> moments? But I'm gonna go with yes. Who cares? <laughs> in their adventure or in their I don't know quest. Quest, yes. And their <laughs> their quest to figure out how to kiss with this kissing party They're, they are going to attend tonight. No matter what. Um, they take out Max's dad's drone. I don't know what he, he does. But, but he has a fancy drone. He has a real fancy drone. And they take it out because they need to spy on the neighbor girl and her boyfriend so they know how to kiss. Because her and her boyfriend are always slobbering. Yes. Um, but all they catch is like her breaking up with him because he's the one of those guys. He's a frat bro incel. Yeah, Ugh. it's the breakup scene is genuinely cringeworthy. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy, Ali. <laughs> and oh god, it's so good. He calls himself a nice guy in the same breath that he calls her like a bitch or something and yeah. runs away. <laughs> uh, we all know one of them. <laughs> we all know them. And uh, so. They didn't get to see the kiss. Real unfortunate. Uh, it's also unfortunate that they're not doing a good job of being covert. No, it's, it's a drone, though. It's loud. It's loud. <laughs> so this girl and her friend who are back there hanging out by the pool, uh, the ex who just ran away dropped off some drugs that they're going to partake in before going to some fancy festival music party. Uh, who, who are they going to go see? Uh, like Drake or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't recall. Uh, but they're they're excited to see them, and they want to get lit. Yeah. So uh, they need some Molly. They got the Molly. They're happy. They're good to go. But there's some kids spying on them. So they crash this uh, drone down and steal it, and it sends the boys into a bit of a tizzy, and they need to get it back. And this is the the main plot is them trying to get this drone back in order to keep Max from being being grounded so that he can then go to the party that (laughs) night. Um, But these girls are not playing around. No, they're they're not fucking. They're here to, you know, do whatever they want, I guess. Honestly, this first interaction is mostly them just being dicks to these kids for spying on them. Yeah, like... I understand. I would be mad too. But, like... They didn't catch me doing anything bad. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Well, they did catch they did, them they did... doing a drug exchange. Yes, that, that's true. <laughs> uh, however, 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 it's not recorded. Yeah, it's just like a thing they saw. Yes. Uh, and these kids don't know what Molly is. 
Because they they don't care. (laughs) They just know it's drugs. And uh, so... So the girls... Why not just give it back? Yeah, but they they refuse to either way. Whether they have any good reason to or not, they refuse to give back the drone. And instead, the kids steal one of the girls' purses. And then they run away with it. And inside this purse is her phone and money and... A tampon. A tampon, which... Which (laughs) is the more important thing. Tampons are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) She also had like $300 in there. Yeah. Which, all right. She bought a lot of tampons. (laughs) Uh, And a uh, little package of vitamins. Some some fruity gummies. Fruity gummy kid vitamins. Drugs. Uh, (laughs) Yes. This is where the molly is stored. So stealthy. And... uh, there's uh there's a number of different scenes where the kids are struggling to open this child safe <laughs> lock. What what age do you think finally you were able to open one of those? Oh, like seven. Like seven? it was immediate. <laughs> yeah. I think... Once I could read, I was like, Oh, you push. <laughs> exactly. These I think I was probably like ten ish. Maybe. I don't know. I had a lot of leg pain when I was younger, so <laughs> uh but yeah, so they now have these drugs, and they have all of this other stuff this girl owns. So the girls get in contact with them, and I immediately are like, hey, let's do this drop, let's swap these things, I'll give you the drone for the drugs, and blah, 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 blah. And they go to do that, but it doesn't go as planned. And then they run away, and they take the drugs, and the girls have the drone, and they try to get the drone back, and it's all this, all this drama. <laughs> all this gosh darn drama! Uh, which ends up with them... Having to concoct a different scheme after their drone gets destroyed. Yes. Now they have to find the money to buy a new drone. To buy a new drone to very quickly put it back, not let his dad know that he broke the other one, so he can go to his <laughs> kissing party. Frick fracking kissing party. Frick fracking kissing party. That's what it's all about, gentlemen. The kissing party. They are just dead set on figuring out. How to keep Max from getting in trouble, and how to get him to this kissing party, and how to solve all of these random woes that are popping up. This poor kid. All he wants to do is kiss the girls of dreams. Yeah, and then they're going to get married, and it's going to be wonderful. But first, they got to do all, all this other stuff. And their first idea for how to get a little bit of money is one of their friends, Lucas, has a magic card. Because, of course, these kids play magic. And it's worth like six hundred dollars, so they're gonna sell it to some dude on the internet, super safe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, go buy the drone. And they 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 get this ready. They go on Craigslist, go do whatever they gotta do, and get this guy over to buy their stupid card. And an important fact about the card though is that Lucas didn't buy it by himself. No, no. He bought it with the other two. They had mm-hmm. saved up money to buy it. Well, they bought a magic card pack, and that one happened to be in it. And it's super rare, so of course, like, they love it. It's a symbol of their friendship. Lucas can't get rid of it, no matter what. This guy's there, he's trying to buy it, and he's like, no, I can't do it. The kids are lucky, though, because, uh, also, none of their parents are anywhere to be found. Oh, no. Anywhere. We have no idea where Thor's parents are. Yeah, they... Um, Lucas's parents show up once in a while, um... <laughs> well, yeah. We'll talk for, about Lucas about that. For a minute, um, and Max has only a dad. 
who, who left. Who was on a business trip. Yeah. I mean, he's 12. He can take care of himself for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but they they don't he doesn't want to sell it so they've got to figure something out and because they were home alone they concocted a little scheme to intimidate this person who was coming over because they didn't want him to be you know a pedophile god forbid <laughs> and they set up the sex doll in the kitchen and put a wig on her and make her make her dress to look like one of the kids moms from the back and that's when they get all like dressed up in the, the get mask and the sex toys to try and look intimidating because they believe they are weapons or toys of some kind. Yeah. Uh, at one point they pull out anal beads and they're like, nunchucks. Like, I hope the kids don't actually know what anal beads are, but they definitely know those aren't nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, through this shenanigans, with uh, them not wanting to sell, the guy realizes that the mother isn't really there, and that it is indeed a sex doll. Yes. So, instead of buying the card, the, the guy offers up the the obscene amount of money for the card for the doll instead. Yes. Which he got at a massive discount. Those things are like thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Those things are so expensive. <laughs> and uh, they finally have their money. Now all they have to do is somehow make it to the mall. Somehow. Somehow. But it's, what, five miles away? <laughs> five miles away. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to get there? Uh, by a bike? Yeah, by a bike. Yeah, they get, bike. <laughs> they get on their bikes bike. and <laughs> head on down. But it isn't that simple. And it never is. Because those darn girls, those darn drug-addled girls, are on them. And all they want is drugs. <laughs> all they want is drugs. All they care about is drugs now. They need help. Get help. <laughs> so... Uh, th- these two girls are honestly probably my favorite subplot of the movie. They're 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 on their own similar adventure to just get their goddamn drugs to go to their goddamn concert. And uh, one of the girls, the 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 friend of the one who got the drugs in the first place, she's determined as hell. She chases these There's boys. There's something going on in her life. <laughs> <laughs> she just really <laughs> wants to see Drake wildly. Okay, it's all about the <laughs> the total package. Because she, like I said, she chases those boys down on their bikes, barefoot, just running. <laughs> and uh, it, it's good times. They they sort of have this back and forth between these two groups, the the two girls and the three boys, trying to get what the others got, basically. Yeah. And eventually the boys do make it to the to the mall. They pass over the freeway. And they almost die. It's a fun times. Uh, they eventually get to the mall and about to buy the thing, but nope. Someone bought already. Someone got it. And guess who it is? The drug-addled <laughs> sex fiend. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The those, those darn druggy teens. And uh, they left a note with the clerk that if they want their drone, they got to come meet them and give them their drugs. Except they left out the drugs part because it was a Best Buy employee. Yeah. And so the kids meet them and they have a little exchange. And uh, they try to give the girls these drugs. But they had actually lost the drugs some time prior. And these were... They, uh... It was during a convenience store... Scuffle. Right, because they had accidentally run into a cop. Yeah, and this has occurred while they were trying to, <laughs> you know, have drugs on them for the first, you know, right off 
whatever's going on, they have drugs on them, so they're freaking out. And, the and also... Also, they skip school. They skip school. They have drugs on them. And Thor and is Thor. trying to steal a beer. And he Thor's puts it down his pants. Like a because... big old dog. <laughs> Just the biggest dick. Because it's cop. <laughs> is it going to realize... That this 12 year old boy doesn't have a 12 inch <laughs> dick. Oh. And uh, so yeah, the, the, the cop, he's lucky for them, just tired and wants to go home. So no matter what's going on, he's just give me it and leave. Leave, please leave. But Never come just, back. They keep adding to it though, <laughs> making him more angry. Until eventually he just yells at them. And they run away. But not before locking the door behind them with a big old dildo. <laughs> <laughs> this poor cop. <laughs> what a way to end the day. Yeah. But um in all of this, they give the cop the drugs and I assume they snatch some candy to I think they actually go out and buy the real vitamin gummies. And they they talk to the girls about, you know, what's going on and basically the girls and the boys decide to team up for one last try. They will give the boys the drone. If the boys go buy the drugs from her ex because they sh- he won't, you know, give it to her anymore. They're going to work together. Yeah. And uh, they do. These teenage girls, which they're like early college, late high school. Yeah. Because, like, I think at the very beginning, the guy's like, are the girl, are your friends jealous you have a high school or a college boyfriend? Yeah. So I'm assuming she's like 17, 18, about to finish high school. Yeah. And so these high school teenagers take these 12-year-olds to a college frat to buy drugs. Because what do they got to lose, you know? Other than their lives, what do they got to lose? It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) So the boys... He's a nice guy. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So the boys get in there, but they're prepared. Yes. And I actually had to take a leak at this moment, so why don't you fill me in what happened while I was gone? (laughs) Well, while you were gone... There we go. While you were gone, the boys enter the frat, and you hear the ominous sounds of people screaming and men chanting. <laughs> and you quickly realize it's uh, Pledge Week, so they're doing something weird in the basement. Someone <laughs> is probably going to die. Um, <laughs> so they find a few guys sitting on the couch, and they ask them where whatever his name is, where the nice guy is. And they have one of their pledges go get him. And they wait in the living area space where uh, there is a guy half asleep, but he wakes up and starts ripping on a bong. Um, (laughs) Um, What a better way to wake up, right? Exactly. And Lucas, not really knowing what's going on, kind of inquires to this guy and he just blows smoke into his face so (laughs) i'm pretty sure he gets a a little toasty a little contact Um, high yes (laughs) um and then down comes steve steve i think it actually is steve it might be steve that seems about right it seems that seems like a nice guy name it seems like a nice guy name um not counting steve harrington actual nice dude (laughs) so yeah so you you came in around this time where uh, he's accepting the mm-hmm. deal to give these kids drugs. Yeah, it sounded like at first maybe he was resistant, but eventually he was like, 
Money's money. Here you go, kids. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm the worst person. Yes. I think he was hesitant because he knew his ex had told them to come there. And he was like, oh, she's doing this to get back at me. So. (laughs) Uh, But he still gives it to them. I think because the black kid is like the Lucas. He's huge. Mm -hmm. Like he's a solid two foot taller than all the other kids. Well, he like. He says he'll give it to them if they, like, have her come in or tell her something. I'm I'm not completely sure, but the boys say no. And he starts cussing and swearing at them. And Max pulls out a paintball gun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is where I walked in. Yes. Because shit starts breaking bad right around now. Yes. Where there's... People yelling and shit going down. And as the transaction's being made, because, you know, no one wants to get, you know, paintballed in the face by a 12-year-old. Yeah, they're, they're about to leave without the drugs. And Max is like, no, no, I'm going to go to this freaking kissing party. Yeah, so he just starts shooting these frat burros <laughs> in the face and rotting their dicks yeah. and takes the drugs and runs out. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of small, slow motion scenes of people getting shot in the taint. It's, it's such a good <laughs> scene because it's, if it were an adult movie action film, it'd this, be great. Yeah, this would be the climax. If it were where... a real gun and like bad guys were dying, it'd be an awesome action scene. But it's not. It's a bunch of 12 year olds shooting college students with a paintball gun and throwing things at them and hitting them with nunchucks. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, they beat people with some sex toys. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone's ever played Bulletstorm, but if Bulletstorm was a movie, this would be the action sequence. Just people getting shot in the dick and tossed over tables and paddled. It was a fun time. Uh, but they do get the drugs. They abscond and get back with the girls and run away. And now they they have the drugs. The girls have their drugs. The boys have their the drone. Gun, yeah. And now they just got to get it home. Unfortunately, the dad decides to come home Early. abruptly. Yes. Like real abruptly because he was supposed to be gone for like the, the day or the weekend, right? Yeah. He was supposed to be gone until that next morning. Yeah. But for <laughs> some reason, somehow he decided to come back. And he's not going to be able to make it home with the drone before the dad gets there. Brilliant idea, though. What's faster than your legs? A drone. <laughs> he decides to fly this stupid drone all the way home and try to land it on the dock and, you know, hopefully no one notices. I mean, he does. He, he, he's successful. He definitely is successful in getting it home. <laughs> damage in the process. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately for him, all the doors are locked, so he makes it through the chimney, which suits up all, suits the uh, camera all up, and he can't see anything, but he... Knows his house so well, he can navigate through it with his eyes closed. Uh, unfortunately, he can't do that without breaking everything in the house. Uh, and his dad gets home, uh, finds everything pretty much ruined, and it's clear that his drone was used. What I would have done is... Well, this wouldn't have worked. I was going to say, I would have just landed the drone on the floor. And then when I got home, I would have told my dad I was just showing it to someone. And they had forgotten it on the floor or on the table. But since it was covered in soot, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten away with it. No. I, I'm a big fan of 
when he got home, been like, we were robbed. Or something. Yeah. But, but I guess the dad's the dad knows better. Yeah. And at this point, the boys have been through a long, long day. Yes. They're tired. <clears throat> They're exasperated. Yes. And they have a giant fight. So the much. The Beanbag Boys might not be forever. Mm-mm. The tension that they've been building up all all this movie, they, they just comes to a boil as they start yelling at each other and crying and fighting about... It's intense. Yeah, it is. And like a lot of good points are brought up. Like, all you care about is being popular. All you care about is being kissed. All you care about is being nice and not lying. <laughs> and... Um, well, <laughs> Lucas, his parents are getting a divorce. He doesn't want also his friend group to get a divorce. Yeah. Lucas is actually having a hard yes, time. Yes, he's actually having a tough his time. His wonderful mother, mother Donna is breaking up with his dad guy whose name I don't know. And it's a sad time for this poor boy. Which is why he's been going to all this trouble to help his friend Max. But in the end, all that trouble got him was a broken friendship. And a broken heart. Oh. But... Everyone at this point leaves and goes their separate ways. The movie's not over, though. Because the boys have their individual time to process what's going on, mm-hmm. Max does get and grounded. So extremely grounded. <laughs> so grounded. His, his dad says, quote, I love you because you're my son, but I do not like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so mean. That's vicious. So <laughs> he gets that treatment. Thor gets nothing. The, the parents don't even notice that they lost a thousand dollar sex doll and a number of different yeah. massive sex toys. Yeah, no, they've lost thousands of dollars. <laughs> they've lost more than... Out of all the parents? <laughs> they've lost the most amount of money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the other one lost a few hundred bucks with a broken pillow, vases, whatever. They lost thousands of dollars in sex toys. In sex toys. <laughs> The weirdest investment to make. Maybe they just have so many they don't notice. I guess. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they don't even notice. Nothing really is going on with Thor. Other than he's sort of having a, a traumatic ex- time trying to understand whether he wants to do with his life. If he wants to be a singer and commit to that. Or if he wants to be a cool kid and drink beer. Drinking that beer. Uh, <clears throat> and Lucas just goes home to, you know, have an actual conversation with his genuinely decent parents who are yeah. going to get a divorce because <laughs> that has nothing to do with, with anything else. That's just life. Mm. And uh, he realizes, oh man, we're just, it's just going to happen. Like one way or another, shit happens, people break up, life splits apart. And you just got to figure out how to manage it in different ways and how to ex- accept it or find a way to find some balance between your lives and so on and so forth. So he decides to be the one to fix things. Yes. He breaks Max out of the jail that is his bedroom with minimal effort. Yeah. I would say no effort at all. Just pops open the window. <laughs> they leave. And they go to this kissing party where he secretly invited Thor to come to. And they have a loving reunion. A moment where they're all, I'm sorry. You know, the... the... Thor does not apologize. Oh, yeah. Thor's being all dickhead still. But they they still agree to go down and be together in this whole endeavor. And they get down there and all the cool kids are there. The crush is there. 
this girl who's for some reason like two feet taller than all of the kids in this grade <laughs> is there. She's the one. <laughs> she was the in between that friend that you go to and say, "Hey, uh, do you think your friend likes me?" She's that girl that you go to and ask that. <clears throat> And she's been in present in the majority of the movie for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. But she's there. She's like, ah, let's let's talk to my friend. And basically is the initiate for yes. their relationship. They, 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 finally, <laughs> they finally speak their first words to each other. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Thor's there. He shows up. And the coolest of the kids, the, the, the top tier cool kid... Some young child. Some very small kid. He's very, very <laughs> tiny. Uh, but he happens to be the, you know, person whose house this is. And is a very nice house. I'm guessing he's popular because his parents are rich. 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 And he's taken four sips of beer. Four. Can you say you've drank four sips of beer? I can't. Without gagging? I can't. <laughs> this kid could. <laughs> he's a stronger man than I. <laughs> so... They're there, and Thor decides, enough is enough. I'm going to take five sips of beer. I'm going to be the cool kid right now. And damn it, he does. He does. It's it's hard. He has a, it's gross. He has a difficult time, but he makes it till the end. <laughs> and he's, like, accepted. Immediately. They, they like it. They the, like, love that he took five sips. The head honcho cool kid is like, you're all right. And then he's all right. And then everyone is accepting. And now it's time to sit down and kiss. It's kissing time. Uh, Lucas immediately goes, no, nah, I'm out. Yeah, the, the first spin, <laughs> um, these two kids kiss and he sees spit and he's like, no, nope. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs and play VR. Bye. Uh, and uh, shortly thereafter, for whatever reason or another, oh, uh, Thor gets selected by the bottle. And the person who selected him was the girl that Max likes. So Thor couldn't go along with it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't kiss this girl that his friend loves with all of his heart. So he also that's, goes up. That's and, some that's some loyalty. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. You're so loyal. You're not gonna play the game. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, instead, he goes out to play VR too. Yeah. But before he leaves, he gives a little speech to Max, uh, just telling him that like. This, it's okay. You belong here. This is what you've wanted to do. You go kiss that girl. Uh, we're we're just going on different paths, man. It's okay. <laughs> and then he got the courage that he needed. Max was inspired by this little speech. And he marches back into the circle of, you know, spin the bottle kissers. And doesn't even spin the bottle. He just walks right up to her and asks, can I kiss you? Because consent is important. Consent is damn important. Consent is important. Which these kids have mentioned Multiple a few t- times. Yeah. They're on it. They know what consent is. Yes. I don't, they don't really know about sex, but they know you still have to ask. <laughs> and that's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, he just walks right up to her, politely asks if he can kiss her. She says yes, and then they kiss. Okay. They did it. <laughs> End movie. <laughs> No, uh, not quite. <laughs> uh, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts, is when Lucas and Thor are upstairs and they hear someone come home and it's the two girls. Turns out, cool kid whose house this is, 
his sister is uh, one of the girls. Yeah, the one that chased them down on foot. Yes. <laughs> That's his sister. <laughs> um, and they're super excited to see them there, but also they're on drugs and probably pretty drunk, so. Yeah, either way, it's probably kind of funny. It's like, <laughs> this is what you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> they ask them what their dreams are, and uh, it comes up that Thor wants to be a singer, <clears throat> and then he sings for them. And it's a beautiful rendition of a song that I don't remember. And uh, then we have a, like, sports movie, where are they now, wrap-up. Yeah, <laughs> of, basically. Of their elementary school, <laughs> middle school life or whatever. Yeah. Where you see that one of the boys decides, I'm going to be a safety officer or whatever yeah. the hell uh, they're called. Lucas. Yeah. He's, a, he's um, I we had them in my school, in my elementary school. Where they would, I don't think they would wear vests or anything, um, but if you were being bullied, you would ask a certain kid or a kid you knew was in this club or in this group to help you, and they would keep you safe from the bullies. The bully patrol, basically. Ooh, bully yeah. patrol. Uh, we didn't have that. We had the the safety patrol. We, we also had the safety patrol. That's all we had. And I, I think I think there was a, a, a point in high school where we had the bully police, except for no, um, I, nobody I, went to them because that's freaking awkward and embarrassing. Yeah, and also and not effective. they were like, the popular kids who were like, oh, look at us. We're, we want to be valedictorian, so like, no bullying. <laughs> See, I didn't get bullied in high school. Because in elementary school and middle school, despite being a very quiet child, my parents had taught me and trained me that as a rather large kid, I've always been, like, elementary school, first grade, I reached 100 pounds. <laughs> so I was a fat volleyball child. <laughs> so uh, my parents taught me that if someone makes fun of you, you beat the shit out of them. And if you can't do it, you pick up a stick and try again. <laughs> so I didn't get bullied because no one wanted to bully me. So, like, I don't quite understand how you respond to bullying, but... I feel like most kids just cry. Um, I didn't get bullied, per se. I wasn't at school a lot, <laughs> per se. <laughs> um, I I mainly just got ghosted by everyone. <laughs> Nobody wanted to talk to me. Didn't you mention and before that, like, They a gave couple... me dirty looks, which I'm like, I never talked to you. Why do you not like me? It's because you're pretty. Maybe it's because I wore the same sweater, like, for a week or two. <laughs> like an anime character, you only have the one outfit. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're going through their montages. <laughs> and uh, Lucas joins the safety patrol or whatever, the anti-bullying league. <laughs> and he's loving it. And they're all a bunch of magic-playing nerds. Nothing against magic. They're just giant. everything against magic. <laughs> nothing against, what are you talking about? Nothing against people who play magic. I'm not a big fan of magic, though. <laughs> but uh, this big group of nerds, and he's at home with them. He loves them. It's it's wonderful times. Meanwhile, Thor joined the community theater group or something. The the schools. Yeah, theater he group. joined theater. Some of them seem like much older kids, but I'm having a hard time because well, it's some... probably. The whole, the whole building is allowed to be in this theater club. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So yeah, the, the George's Theater Group, and it's directed by one of the teachers, and it's a 
just horribly not appropriate <laughs> play of some kind. It's a rock of ages. Rock of ages. There's sex and drugs and rock and roll performed by <laughs> kids, which really... It's not okay. <laughs> and he's the main character. Or he's the main, he has the main role. There's a scene in this montage where he goes into like a urinal and comes out with just cocaine plastered all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. Real good shit. Meanwhile, Max, uh, his montage is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max. It is a blistering number of romantic encounters. As... Yes. <laughs> as um, the girl he thought he would marry <laughs> breaks up with him and then starts dating her friend. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he meets another girl mm-hmm. and they break up oh but here's the thing too before he before the two girls get back together get together uh the 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 love of his life breaks up with him and then he dates her friend and then she breaks oh. up with him to date the friend <laughs> the, the, right direct <laughs> and that was a, that was a wonderful resolution to the story that I didn't even know was happening i know yes <laughs> it was a very interesting uh subplot that i would have liked to know a little bit about. <laughs> i want a movie about those girls um yeah he ends up with someone so, else he's a he's a ladies man yeah just can't keep a lady man <laughs> uh so eventually <laughs> we fast forward a couple months probably and the boys are all at the same party together, mm-hmm. doing their own individual things, celebrating Thor's, like, recent play or whatever. And they're they're having an emotional reunion of, like, I miss the Beanbag Boys. Beanbag Boys for life. And, and- it's it, it feels like it's a movie about young adults who have grown apart and who have gotten married and have, they have families now and they can't see each other as much. And... <laughs> They finally get to see each other again, and they're like, you know, we really miss each other, but we have, you know, we have our own families, and we have our own lives going on, but <laughs> they're actually 11. <laughs> There's And their struggles are uh, theater, bully patrol, and girls. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's real good. There's a fun scene during the montage where Max is still grounded, and he's working out. <laughs> Like he's in prison or whatever, and it's really good. It's just it's real good. funny. Uh, at the end of it, they're all agreeing, like, "Hey, we may not be the best of friends forever and be together all the time every day, but we're gonna be friends one way or another." And it's a sweet, tender-ish mm-hmm. ending. They eventually do just walk away from each other, like, oh, "I got a girlfriend to go see. I got friends to go play cards with, and I'm gonna go sing for someone." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's that's the majority of the end. I think that's it, actually. That's everything. Yeah, that's it. That's the end. Uh, at the very end of this of this movie, I had the immediate, like, vision that in the future, if this was about young adults who got back together, uh, Lucas would have been not just the safety control. He would have been a cop. And it's just like... He would have been a security guard. I think he would have been a cop, but the cop from uh, New Girl, who's Winston's second partner... <laughs> <laughs> it would have been I don't back. know if it would have been that bad. <laughs> uh, and uh, Thor would have been an actual, like, theater guy. But, like, high-class community theater? Yeah. And then 
Max would have recently gotten out of prison. I don't know why you think that. I think the, that kid is he the kind... He looks so average and, like, such a little pretty boy. Like, he would not go to prison. I think he would. He'd, like, he's... write poetry. Oh, yeah, he would definitely write poetry. But here's the thing. He, he... would go to college for philosophy. Undoubtedly. Why? Why is he in prison? Because. I'm sorry. This is a small desk and I have to move. Because he's so emotional. He gets so enthralled in the girls he's with that I just imagine at one point or another, something's going to go bad and he's going to accidentally go to prison for like a week. But he's going to go to jail. Sure. I don't know. That's what I'm seeing. I can't see it. Huh? To each their own. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's good boys. Yeah, that's good boys. I really appreciated it. I really liked it. And I hope that when these three, um, rising young actors are older, maybe 16, maybe 18, they have a sequel. Yeah. I, I would rate this personally a solid seven out of 10. Like it's not magical. But if you're going to the movies in the middle of the week for whatever reason, it's like a very energizing, like, oh, that was good. That was fun. And that's the experience I had with it. I yeah. I wasn't, you know, expecting anything. I didn't even really know what to expect. But I went into it like, yeah, this this is good. This is a good, fun romp. Yeah. I would give it three and a half to four out of five. Yeah. that's That seems like a good score to me. Yeah. All right, folks, thank you for your time. You know, hit us up on social media, Twitter, at CryptoDelta, uh, Instagram as well, uh, Facebook, whatever means you have of reaching us, hit us up, and uh, maybe give us a little support on Patreon if you can. And uh, we'll see you in two more weeks. Or, right. yeah, two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> okay. Bye. Adios. We love you.